Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Such excitement today. Uh, you know, um, that word exciting always brings to mind that ancient curse. May you live in interesting times. We certainly are living in interesting times, aren't we? But I have to tell you that... Um, if you can manage to keep food in your house, a roof over your head, and stay out of the danger of becoming ill, how much more do you need? It's amazing. I was just telling somebody today how much I learned about how little I need while we were marooned on the island that is Ireland between our arrival on the 27th of February, actually we left the U.S. the 27th of February, and we arrived in Ireland on the 28th of February expecting to go home on the 16th of March, but as in that very old phrase about the best laid schemes of mice and men, which predates by a very long time, our knowing that phrase from the John Steinbeck story of Mice and Men. We often hear it, the best laid plans of Mice and Men, but actually the original quote going back quite some time was the best laid schemes of Mice and Men. And it's funny because, you know, when you hear the word scheme, in America, it generally means something you should be skeptical about when somebody is scheming. Scheming is very different from planning. Planning sounds so positive and scheming sounds so devious. The schemers is very different meaning from the planners in American English. But once you get on the other side of the ocean, and you're in the UK or Ireland, and people talk about this scheme and that scheme, they're not talking about, you know, the get-rich-quick scheme, the Ponzi scheme, the whatever it is, negative story that you don't want to get swept into. They're talking about some plan. In fact, I really need to start dealing with the pet scheme for the UK and Ireland, which is a plan whereby... You have, make sure your pet has a microchip which identifies this individual pet. Because if you have a pedigreed dog or a cat of a particular pedigreed breed, they all look alike pretty much. So you could have papers for one dog and swap it out for another and get away with it were it not for microchipping. And in this pet scheme, unlike places like France where they love dogs and you can fly with Air France with your dog in the cabin with you if the dog is, certainly if it's a service dog, but if it's, um, I think it's under seven pounds, little bitty dogs, barely bigger than a rat, um, that'll fit in one of those carry-on cage-like things that you can fit under the seat in front of you. 
you can bring your dog on board. And um, so if you wanted to go to Europe with your dog, fly Air France. They are the easiest people to deal with because they are a very dog-loving, wine-loving, food-loving, romance-loving, music-loving culture. And it shows. They're still worried in the UK and Ireland about rabies. It's ridiculous. So they've got this law in the books from medieval times. <laughs> and if you're going to bring a dog into the UK or, or Ireland, you need to um, quarantine that dog when it arrives for six months. Now, six months is a ghastly amount of time in an animal's life. Horrible. And so if you want to get around that, as I'm thinking about doing, because you know when I leave with Maggie McGee, no, that was a Freudian slip. She was my last English Springer Spaniel, who I truly adored. No, the new one, who we've had for a couple of years now, Erin Gowoof. Um, when I get her ready to go abroad, I may be doing all the broadcasts from somewhere else. And if I choose to settle in in Ireland or Northern Ireland, I'm going to need to get through the paperwork of the pet scheme which is not devious, it's just a plan, whereby you take your pet to your vet. The, pet, the vet fills out paperwork indicating that your dog or cat is healthy, has had, is up to date with all shots, inoculations, whatever. And you submit these papers to the proper people. You can find it online. Just go look up UK, Ireland, pet scheme. And you submit the paperwork. Six months later, you go back to the vet with the same pet. I'm a poet, and I didn't know it. You go back to the vet with the same pet, and the, they fill out paperwork once again, indicating that the pet is healthy and up-to-date on all shots and... Um, you have that filled out and you submit that and they authorize it and approve it and you're all set to go. And so then you can go with that pet as long as you continue to maintain the proper health rigor, going and whenever for your yearly checkups and your proper shots and and you keep all that, those health records and you, you keep them on handy for your travels because of that microchip. They can just read the microchip and see, yes, it's that dog, that cat, these papers, and you go right in and your pet is not quarantined. There are a couple of cruise lines that have kennels on board that will allow you to cruise with your vet if you don't want to put your vet, your pet in cargo, which I personally would never do under any circumstances but there are some airlines that have very good records, track records with um, shipping animals, live cargo. And I actually visited Lufthansa's live cargo terminal where at any one time you might see llamas and camels and zebras, lots of dogs, baby chicks. Um, little fish in plastic bubbles filled with water, 
um, it's a wild thing to go and visit there. And lots of racehorses that are being put out for stud um, being shipped in and out through Frankfurt and their, their, their live cargo area. It's like going to a zoo. It's amazing. But nonetheless, I wouldn't ship my dog. There, there, some airlines have terrible track records. Others have excellent track records. But still, there's always the occasional incident. And you don't want it to be your pet. But um, people do it all the time. The alternative is, if you have deep pockets, rent a plane, charter a plane. You have enough people going, uh, it'll be um, economical to charter a plane, put your dog on, and everything else you care about, and just keep going. But um, while I was in Northern Ireland, living in a house we rented for four months, and another house we rented for two weeks, between leaving Ireland and um, getting home. Um, I found out that there's a lot of things I really don't need in my life to make me happy. And to a large degree, the more things you have, the more things you have to worry about maintaining, insuring, taking care of. It really does clutter the, the brain and the life. Remarkable. And among the things I really need is to be in a fabulous location with a great view. And the rest I can fix. So having learned all of those things, um, I have all kinds of things to share with you with this hour, including a chat with one of my fans who lives in Delray Beach, Florida, and listens on WWNN. And we're going to be talking with her later this hour. We have so much more coming up today. I hope you can stick with us throughout. Remember that we are now archiving all of the shows and podcasting them uh, at our new website, sabrams.net. N-E-T. So that's where you're going to want to go. Be a little patient with us. We're having all of those. You ever build a website? especially one that's got all kinds of craziness from audio to video to podcasts to um, photo galleries and blogs and it's a bit of a complex mess. I remember when we built our first website in my last life in my last company in 1995 I'm going to say it was oh my word nightmare. Well it's not that bad this time around, but it's, you know, you hear about the easy snap, just put it together and go. There's a lot that goes into it. So be patient with us, but some of it is already public and you can get to it. So keep up with, up with us there, sabrams.com, uh, not .com, .net, S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot net. Okay, so I want to share with you the strangeness of being in the travel industry, watching a series on Netflix called Outlander. It blew my mind. And we're going to do that right after this. Guests of Stephanie Abrams' travel shows when here in the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts stay at the delightful and trendy boutique Hotel on North. Visit their website at hotelonnorth.com. Stay with me. We'll be right back to Stephanie Abrams. 
already show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's s-a-b-r-a-m-s dot com slash blog and at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today. 
It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Well, in the next segment, we're going to have Josephine McManus join us from Florida. Um, she's a, a, a lady that was born just outside of Belfast in Northern Ireland. She lives in Delray Beach, Florida. And um, at least part of the year, some of the year, she's in Astoria, Queens. When she was 14, her family emigrated to the U.S., where she's been ever since. And... Um, she tracked me down with the help of her niece to let me know how much she's been enjoying hearing about our escapades in County Antrim. Um, and um, where she was from was almost at the border between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland, just north of County Cavan in the Republic, uh, in County Fermanagh. And um, anyway, we're going to be talking with her because she was adorable. And I thought you'd love to hear what she had to say. But we've been watching this series called Outlander on Netflix. And if you don't have some, you know, squeamishness about watching battles and whatnot, if you are not offended by language or nudity, um, then this is for you. Otherwise, skip it. But it's a very interesting concept about a woman who is, it starts in 1945, and it's just after World War II. She was a nurse in the um, British Army. She marries an officer from the British Army. And they honeymoon in Inverness, Scotland, a gorgeous place, by the way, where one member of our family uh, in childhood was taken there who said um, that um, this that Nessie was something that was seen while we were there. But in any event, um, and who am I to say, no, it didn't happen. I just happened, didn't notice it. But you've got some great scenery. I'm not entirely convinced all of it was shot in Scotland. I have to check. But I do know that the castles that they go to uh, are in, in Scotland. We're now into series three of the series. And Outlander people. And um, she goes, the main character the night, the day after an evening when she and her husband take a drive around Inverness and they come upon a place that has the kind of stones like in Stonehenge, England, which I'll tell you more about later. And um, she, um, she goes off on her own because he's got an appointment with the local reverend. And the next day, and she comes upon the place where the night before they visited those stones and there were either Wiccans or Druids dancing in their filmy chiffon dresses, holding lanterns, looking like so many fairies, dancing around the these Stonehenge-like slabs. And now the next day she goes up to the slabs. And this is the very beginning. All this happens like in the first 10 minutes of the first episode. She goes up to the slabs and... She's she's just so attracted to them and feels the energy of them and the history of these ancient stones, which are probably 3,000 years standing there. And she takes her the palms of her hands and puts both hands, pushes against them with her palms, not really pushing, but placing her hands on these monolithic stones. And... Um, in doing that, she is swept through the stones, this one stone anyway, and comes out on the other side in 1740, 
one before the Battle of Culloden, um, which is a big one that you need to know more about. The Battle of Culloden is one of the reasons there are so many people of Scottish descent in this country, <laughs> because that was a war they did not win, and they there was a price on all their heads, and um, some of the you know more clever in the group uh, made it their business to get out of Scotland before they were killed, uh, especially after that horrible massacre at the Battle of Culloden. So um, we're in episode three now, and she is moving back and forth through these stones, first in flashbacks and then in reality. So they go to, they, they move to Boston, she and her husband from the army, because she manages to get herself back from this time warp. And it's so well done. And in Boston, they, at some point, the main character, her daughter, and a Scotsman who came to visit are sitting in the Boston house, and it's Christmas. And so there is a Boston cream pie on the table, and the fellow from Scotland brought the book, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. And while I should have been consumed with the story, all I could think of was the Omni Parker House. And after Josephine McManus, I'm going to tell you why. Stay with me. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's sabrams.com slash blog. 
and at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got questions? Email Stephanie at Stephanie at SABRAMS.com. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. You know, I, on occasion, uh, hear directly by email or when I go make a public appearance or I happen to be somewhere, I meet people who recognize my voice because unlike being a film star who has to wear a hat and glasses and has a tough time uh, camouflaging themselves when they go out, all I have to do is open my mouth and people recognize my voice. So yeah, right. I often I often meet people along the way um, who reach out to me, who are fans, who want to let me know they enjoy the programming. Well, yesterday I got a phone call. And the phone call was from the person whose voice you just heard on the line, Josephine McManus, who lives uh, part of the year in Delray Beach, Florida, listening on WWNN on the east coast of Florida, the Gold Coast, um, when she's not living in New York City. And when the the call came in, 
Uh, I, I happened to pick up the phone because, you know, we're, we're producing from home. We're working from home like so many others. And I picked up the phone and said, Stephanie Abrams. And this voice said, is this Stephanie Abrams? I said, yes. Really? It's Stephanie Abrams? I said, who is this? <laughs> and she said, do you remember what you said, Josephine McManus? What the first words out of your mouth after you identified it was me? I think I said I listened to your show on the radio. Oh, you said. Is that what I said? You said more than that. I mean, you blew me away, because. Oh of, well, I said, I love your show on the radio. Ah. Uh, something like that. Well, the something and like I, that was, I love you, and I love yeah. your show. <laughs> and I said, when oh, you, I do. Who is this? I I go to bed early, and I I listen to the radio in bed. And so on Saturday evenings on WWNN in Florida, they have four stations, three FMs and an AM. The the signal goes all the way from Miami up to past Vero Beach and a a little bit wider on, you know, as a strip going up the coastline. I know the channel now. Well, I want my audience to know that we are on the air. So if you've got friends and relatives living in Florida or you're somewhere in Florida catching the show for the first time, on the east coast of Florida, Saturday evenings from 8 to 11 p.m. or Sunday evenings from 9 9 p.m. to midnight. Also, for the rest of you in Florida who don't, so you won't feel left out, check out the three stations of WHFS. There's two FMs and an AM. The AM is 1010 on the AM dial. I'm sorry, I don't remember. What? WHFS, F, F, Henry F-S. Frank, uh, Sydney, HFS, WHFS. But you, would, you wouldn't be able to pick that up unless you went okay. through Orlando right. on your way Hurry to up, Tampa. Dear. We have to, I have to go. Okay. What else so, do you want to know? What else do I want to know? Well, you shared some things with me that I thought my audience should hear. And okay. that had to do with what you were enjoying about um, listening to my shows. Why, why, why were you so enthusiastic that you had to find me? Sorry? Because that's where I grew up. Where did you grow up? What? Where did you grow up? Swanlinbar. And where is Swad- that? It's on the borderline of Samana. It was, in my, my town was in the Republic, in the Free Island. And then... Fermanagh is in Northern Ireland. Yes. So I was on the, the borderline. So you didn't live in, far from Enniskillen. Do you remember going? No, beside Ennis. We used to go there as children. I grew up during the, the war, the Second World War. Everything was rationed. You were probably too young to remember that. And we'd go to Enniskillen well, with my sister my, to buy cookies and that. My brother used to go and he used to. Do you want to hear something like this? Can I tell you? My brother, my oldest brother, he used to smuggle whiskey to the American soldiers in northern Fermanagh when the war was going on. (laughs) Go him. Huh? Yeah, he rocks. Go him. (laughs) That's great. I don't hear you. Did Um, you hear what I said? Yes, I did. Your brother smuggled whiskey to the American soldiers. He was the oldest. I was just a child. And he would come back and he would have bars of chocolate. I had a younger sister, Monica. And he'd have bars of chocolate. And it was like a 
a million dollars to us because we didn't get chocolate in the free state in Ireland. So anyway, that's I don't know if you know any of that history. Well, you know, it, I know we we've talked a lot. American soldiers were there helping England in we, Northern Ireland. Well, we you know during the during the war. We've talked. You know all. We've talked a lot about a hotel in Derry called Beach Hill Country House, which, when it was a private home during World War II, was taken over by the U.S. Marines, I guess by some agreement with somebody. And yeah. and um, the Marines were living in Derry at what is today Beach Hill Country House Hotel. Um, it's, yeah. uh, I don't know much about Derry. That was far away from us. Well, in World War II, uh, you know, in, in that period of time in the 1940s, that would have been a trip. I mean, today to go from Belfast to Derry is an hour. Yeah, no, we went. An hour that drive. Yeah. Is that enough? You asked me why you've been listening and you've been delighted that we were in Northern Ireland and hearing so much, but you didn't hear anything about, you asked me about something. Why didn't I talk about a certain thing? And do you remember? You asked me why I didn't talk about Titanic Belfast, the big exhibit. Well, the anniversary was years ago, the 100th anniversary. I had relatives that died on that ship. That was the greatest tragedy ever. So I thought, I'm surprised she didn't mention that. Okay. Can you go up to Belfast? Uh, we've been. I've been in Belfast many, 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 many times. Too many times and to you, count. Yes. No, you, no, we don't make any assumptions here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, how come you didn't go to see the Titanic? We were at... That's, we were at... On this on this trip, we pretty much did the Titanic exhibit was closed. Everything closed on March sixteenth. Oh, it was. Everything was closed know. because of the COVID virus, there. right? I was so, there in so you couldn't. So you couldn't go to anything. Oh. you know, you I couldn't. Okay. You couldn't go inside. So we would go. Okay, to, that's good. But I have more to tell you, Josephine. I have a, a more to that answer. We were actually we arrived in in Belfast Airport on April. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen, on April twelfth, two thousand twelve. We are three yeah. days before the hundredth anniversary of sinking of Titanic. That's I was there. Then. We I went back for the anniversary in two twelve. Okay. I was so. Yeah. I'm going to want to hear about that, but I want to answer your question. On on April 12, 2012, we landed in Belfast with uh, Continental Airlines. And this is when Continental was still flying before United took over, and then they stopped flying to Belfast. Hopefully one day they'll change their minds. In any event... The plane arrived an hour and a half late because there were delays at Newark Airport in New Jersey. And we were supposed to get off the plane, go to the Denadry um, Country House and Golf Club or whatever they call themselves, and check in, leave our luggage, freshen up, have a shower, change clothes, and go to Titanic Belfast. But because the plane was an hour and a half late, we got off a transatlantic overnight flight, uh, got our rental car, and drove to Titanic Belfast, which is not just a museum, people. It's an amazing experience. And it's, it's the at- original ship, but it's built 
It's like a museum. It's a museum, but built in the rich township. Well, like yes, it, 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 inside they, they, if they, I'm saying that right. they recreated cabins. They have all kinds of memorabilia. Oh, it's beautiful. So I loved it. When, when you get together with your niece, you want to watch episode nine of Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams. And the name of right. that show, it's episode nine of Travel TV. And wait, I'm writing it down. I'll write it down with you. Episode nine. Episode nine. It's at at YouTube for the moment, and soon it will be at sabrams.net. All that video will be there. Episode nine is called Of Titanic Proportions. And that whole show. And when will that be on? Oh, no, it's, it's posted online forever without commercials. It's already aired on TV. So, you know, occasionally it might air on TV again, but it, you could see it anytime, um, you know, on demand uh, at, at, uh, at, you, at our YouTube channel, um, Stephanie Abrams Travel TV. But very soon you'll be able to go to sabrams.net and just click on the TV episodes. You want to see episode nine. Episode nine starts out when you see me. I mean, I t- I'm telling you, for somebody who just flew in on an overnight flight at least I had my wits about me and we were inside Titanic Belfast we did interviews with the uh, Tim Husbands who was then the CEO yeah. and uh, Claire Bradshaw who was then the marketing director and then after we do a bit about Titanic Belfast we the rest of the show is about a little town in County Mayo called Lahardon and in Lahardon they lost uh, 14 people on Titanic. Well, oh, 14 people from a, 14 people from Adderghul Parish, where Lahardan is in County Mayo, sailed. Yeah. Three survived. One of the three became a nun. One lived in New York City. One lived in Chicago. The one who lived in Chicago's granddaughter became a Rose of Tralee, which is yeah. like, um, for people who don't know the Rose of Tralee competition, it's like being um, a Miss USA yeah, I have, all that. I have to go, honey. Oh, what a pity. I have to go now. She's coming to pick well, me up for the doctor. Well, I, wa- I wish you good health. And Slan Agus Benacht, you go with blessings and stay well and healthy and keep listening. I'm delighted to know you're out there. I want yeah. to thank you, Josephine yeah. McManus, um, probably my most exuberant fan, for being with and us today. You, you are you delightful. It was outstanding oh. the way you spoke about how pretty, how nice the hotel was, or whatever you call it. It was a cottage. Yeah, yeah it was a farmhouse that, that we that, rented. Corner that Cottage. Was incredible. Yeah. Huh? A corner cottage in County Antrim. Yeah. It was a wonderful I house. those names, but it was outstanding. All yeah, right. The way you, yeah, okay, darling. Well, you God stay well you. and stay healthy, and God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, darling. God love you. Bye. Bye. How how dear was that? It's not often uh, you have such an opportunity uh, to meet somebody who was 14 years old when she came to America with her family from Northern Ireland, um, who um, is a fan and exuberant and had family on... Titanic and was only worried that I didn't get to see the Titanic exhibit in Belfast. Um, 
I didn't have time to assure her, uh, Josephine McManus, a darling. I wish I lived closer. I'd go visit with her. But um, uh, aside from the first time we visited Titanic Belfast, when it was 10 days old, it opened April 2nd, 2012, the year of the 100th anniversary of the sinking of Titanic. And Titanic... Um, sunk at something like 2.20 in the morning on the fifth Sunday, the morning of the 15th of uh, April. And um, we were there three days before and then went on to be in Lahardan in County Mayo for uh, the April 14, April 15 commemorative and the dedication of their Titanic Memorial Park, which is so touching and moving. Next trip to Ireland, people. Make it your business to go to both Titanic Belfast and Lahardon in County Mayo to the Titanic Memorial Park there put together by the Adderkul Historic Society. Well, we've got more to do and roll on. I, how do we follow this act? We'll be right back. Don't leave me. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got questions? Email Stephanie at Stephanie at S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. 
And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's s-a-b-r-a-m-s dot com slash blog and at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. It was great talking with Josephine. I hope you enjoyed that. But I wanted to talk with you about um, this scene in um, Outlander, a, a series on Netflix. Do read up about it before you sit down to watch it. And this is not a series you would want to sit down at 7 o'clock in the evening with your children surrounding you to watch. This is very much an adult-focused story. And it's filled with love and romance and action and excitement and history and uh, the costumes, the scenery. I mean, it's really well done. So in any event, there is a point in the third, and it goes back and forth, this time warp thing between this woman and her life between, you pick her up between 1945 and 1968 or a little later than that. Um, And historically between 1741 and 1770 something so she's in her living living room of her filled with character boston home oh with amazing woodwork and you know it's just one of those grand houses built in boston probably in the late 1800s early 1900s it's just you know if you enjoy visiting historic homes you'll love this house in boston and it's Christmas time. 
and one of the characters has is visiting from Scotland, uh, and um, he brings for Christmas um, a, a gift of Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol. The main character, Claire, has a tray with tea, coffee, whatever, and Boston cream pie. And, you know, for the average person watching, it's Christmas, there's a present, they're having a snack. <laughs> for me, it was a subtle wink at the Omni Parker House Hotel in Boston. And so, um, and you know, it's like when somebody tells me they're getting married, I can be standing in a group of people hearing the announcement, so-and-so is getting married, and everybody else's first question will have to do with how did you meet the person and who is the person and what are they like and where are you going to live? And and my first question is, where are you going on your honeymoon? <laughs> I'm not even all that interested in who the partner is going to be. I'm really more interested in where are they going on their honeymoon. And so what is the connection? Well, there are two foods, food products that were invented at what was then the Parker House and has been the Omni Parker House in Boston for ages. One is Parker House rolls. Those are the rolls that look like a baby's bottom on the top. And you kind of just split them right down the middle by pulling them apart. And the other is Boston cream pie, both invented at the Parker House before it was an Omni Hotel. Um, there are other significance having to do with Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens lived for two years at what was then the Parker House and gave the first dramatic reading of A Christmas Carol in this restaurant that was adjacent to what is now the hotel. And so when, you know, the combination of first Boston cream pie and then A Christmas Carol, you know, just triggered for me a whole scenario in my head about the Omni Parker House. You should also know that there are, uh, there are many famous people who were guests at the Omni Parker House, including people like Ulysses S. Grant. But um, there were two employees there whose names you will remember at once or recognize at once. And they are Ho Chi Minh. And when dignitaries come to Boston, uh, VIPs visiting from Vietnam, they will make a stop at some point or they will stay at the Omni Parker House because of the connection to Ho Chi Minh. Also, Malcolm X. And um, Ho Chi Minh worked in the pastry part, production bakery part of the hotel's kitchen. And um, Malcolm X um, also worked in the dining room. And so, you know, there's all this, the ghosts of Charles Dickens and Malcolm X and Ho Chi Minh and so many others who were guests there that um, it's a remarkable place. It's a beautiful hotel. It's run wonderfully well run and it's in a fantastic location where you could actually pretty much walk out the door and step onto the Freedom Trail. And by the way, in their restaurant, and I'm almost positive it was table 41. So if you want to get engaged, ask for that table. It's where Jack Kennedy, J J JFK proposed to Jackie at table 41 at the Parker House Hotel in Boston. 
We're going to take a commercial break. Top of the hour news. Come right back to you. Don't leave me. Stephanie Abrams here. We're flying high. Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Well, it is a joy to have you with us this hour. And I'm really excited about this hour because we're going to be talking with the executive vice president of the Americas for a a brand of hotels in a group that you might have been in some of these hotels, not even realized they were part of this branded group because each of the hotels is unique and extraordinary and independent and standing on its own two feet in its own right. But coming under the umbrella of the criteria, requirements, watchful eye of an organization that is one of very few that I don't have to check up on the individual hotel. You know, centuries ago, um, I remember when long before Sheridan became part of Starwood Hotels, um, it was a uh, it was a crapshoot as to whether or not you were staying in a well-run, well-managed, lovely hotel, or it was what they call in the real estate industry a little tired. And um, that goes back to the days of um, ITT Sheridan. There was a great guy at the top who I loved, and he was always there whenever I, I needed him to solve a situation. A fellow by the name of Dan Wheelock. All you folks in travel for some time who are faithful listeners, you probably knew him. What a great guy. But you needed to do a little research, which was harder to do in those days because there was no internet. And so you really had to do your own due diligence. And more importantly, you had to be working with a really sharp travel advisor who could tell you, well, at this airport or this destination, you probably don't want to stick with that brand. Of course, that changed over the last several decades. And I'm very happy to hear when anybody goes around improving themselves. But there is a very small, very tight group of companies that are membership organizations where the requirements to be a member are not only stringent to get in, but stringent to stay in. And the result is you don't need a scorecard. You just need to know if those folks belong to this particular group. And there are only a few groups I can name that I feel confident in that way. Because most of the branded names um, it's a little iffy as to whether or not what's going on at the property lives up to the reputation of the brand. And regrettably, uh, even companies like Howard Johnson's, when they long before they had lodgings, when they were just roadside bistros with was it 28 flavors or was it more <laughs> of ice cream? Um, they owned the fast food business, only they were never fast. That was one of the downsides. You'd stop on a highway to have a quick bite, and it would take you an hour and a half. 
But they were way out in front, way out in front. And in theory, had somebody policed the brand and kept up with the times and the look of the future, you'd see them all over the highways now. But you don't anymore. You need a magnifying glass and a treasure map to find one of those old orange roof places that were, you know, such fun and part of the memory of travelers from several decades ago. So I'm always very interested in hearing about new properties opening within a brands group and keeping up with how are they meeting the challenges today? Because it can be safe for you to travel. I just flew 3,000 miles from Dublin to Boston, driving and returning a rental car in Dublin, flying on a long-haul flight, getting off and renting a car to drive to the airport where our car actually was 90 minutes away, um, and managed to do all of that and knock wood, stay healthy throughout. It can be done. You have to pay attention. And there are hotels and hotel groups all over the world that are going to great lengths to create their own internal task force to give their membership, their brand or their membership organization folks, guidelines and advice, recommendations, assistance in getting through the challenges that the travel industry is facing today so that the traveler can have confidence with doing a little homework on what's going on in that destination and looking for all of those wonderful outdoorsy place. And that's one of the things America is blessed with. We have so many destinations that are just covered with trails and hiking and biking and walking and, and, and space so that it isn't an issue that you have to be right in somebody else's face. And that really is the case where we live in Western Massachusetts. So there are many places in America just like this. And I am a firm believer that the rest of 2020 and 2021 are going to fall into a category that we are going to be sharing with you, both on radio, on TV, and in my podcasts, that we're calling Stay and Play USA. Because for the, well, for the most part, our passports are pretty much worthless at the moment. Nobody wants to see us. <laughs> so even the countries that say you can come ahead, you can come ahead as long as you quarantine for 14 days on arrival. And whether it's a business trip, unless you're working on a project, or it's um, a leisure trip, the chances are your trip will, for most Americans, not even be 14 days. So there's no point in going. And they've really set it up that way partly too, so they don't have to be rude and tell you don't come, we don't wanna see you. (laughs) But that requirement kind of changes things. So isn't that the most wonderful lemonade from the lemon of a passport you can't go very many places with so that you've got real motivation not only to see more and enjoy more of America but also in the process to be supporting 
our hoteliers. In an industry where, I don't know if the statistics have changed, but the last time I looked, one out of every nine people is employed in travel, tourism, and hospitality. And if we're not traveling and we're not eating out and we're not going places and checking in hither and yon, that really is one more nail on that coffin of tourism that could be completely shut down if everybody decided they're not going out the front door. So I think the big underlying key to confidence in travel is to have a sense that there are hoteliers that are out there doing their due diligence to make sure that they are scrubbed squeaky clean and that they are doing everything they can to make sure that anyone who checks into their property leaves that property the same or better. And given my great admiration for the preferred hotels group, I thought it'd be a really good idea to share with you insights from one of their top key executives, Executive Vice President of the Americas, Robert Van Ness. And we're going to be talking with him right after this. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. I'm delighted to have on the line with me Robert Van Ness. He is Executive Vice President the Americas for preferred hotels and preferred hotels for those people who are hooked on the brand and every time they go somewhere the first thing they do is check you know where is the nearest preferred hotel member in the places they want to go to or as I often suggest uh, take out the information now online, I used to have little books with such information, they've become obsolete. But you can go online and find where there are preferred hotels and plan your trip accordingly so that you're not one of those people that comes back from a trip saying, oh, it was great, but. And the but was that ridiculous reasons for choosing places to stay resulted in places to stay that not only weren't memorable but they took what was supposed to be a dream and turned it into a nightmare and i hate to hear those stories i get really upset by them because you know you can you generally you can make the money back but you can never get the time back and so um with that in mind i want to thank you for joining us today bob it's a pleasure to have you with us uh stephanie thank you it's nice to be with you and appreciate your introduction thank you very much well let's talk about you first how long have you been with preferred hotels Ah, it's been a pleasure. Twenty years now. Oh my gosh! Um, Twenty years started uh, back in two thousand, so and long wh time. What did you do before that? I've I've pretty much come up in the industry after uh, you know school in Las Vegas and worked. Uh, you mentioned ITT Sheraton. I was I was smiling because that was my first job out of college. Did you know <laughs> Dan Wheelock? It was Sheridan in Los Angeles. No, I don't know that that person, but uh, yeah, because I think uh, Sheridan in Los Angeles did a number of properties and primarily in the sales category with properties in, in the uh, California market, and uh, then moved here to the Midwest uh, 
about uh, 20, 22 years ago and have been here with Preferred Hotels and Resorts now for, for 20 years. Sheridan was a wonderful company to work with. We're going to take sure. a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't leave me. This is Stephanie Abrams. Remember, check out our new website, sabrams.net. We'll be right back. show travel itineraries with dots on maps i want to do better than that and take you traveling by tv hi this is stephanie abrams join me on sundays on my new show travel tv with stephanie abrams airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m eastern time plan to sit right beside me we'll explore travel for fun business reunions weddings honeymoons families and sports adventures reaching homes in boston new york city miami orlando tampa dallas houston nashville las vegas los angeles and more cities across america our affiliate tv stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog that's s-a-b-r-a-m-s dot com slash blog and at biztv.com Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, 
has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me is Robert Van Ness, better known as Bob. And he is the Executive Vice President for the Americas for Preferred Hotels. How many hotels are in the Americas group, Bob? And is the Americas North and South and taking in Caribbean and whatnot or just North America? Yes, yes. Globally, the preferred hotels and resorts is 750, and about 330 of those are here in the Americas. So it's just, just under 50%. Where are the rest? Uh, we're, we're really well dispersed throughout the globe. Um, we're, we're in 85 different countries. So oh, wow. whether you're going to China or Thailand or Munich or Milan, we're, uh, we're pretty well distributed throughout uh, Southeast Asia as well, Latin America. So yeah, we're, we're very well distributed as a company, more so than even some of the bigger chains that everybody knows about. Your organization, unlike some others, um, on all kinds of levels in all different sectors of the travel industry, uh, is very particular in terms of hotels and resorts meeting requirements to be members, whereas there are many organizations with brands. If you can write a check and it doesn't bounce at the bank, you can get in sure. and put a sign and a flag up outside <laughs> or, or brand your literature, your online presence uh, with the organization. Uh -huh. What is it that you your company looks for in 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 well inviting and welcoming a new valued property into your very special family of hotels and resorts? Yeah, for, for, first of all, we're we're predominantly a, a luxury and upscale organization, so it's it's four and five star, for lack of a better definition, right now, four and five star properties and. So uh, in, in answer to your question, the application process is where we would start, and so that's very stringent in terms of how they uh, meet, it, meet our standards. And until somebody visits the property and is able to actually ensure that those standards are being met, uh, we do not uh, finalize an agreement with the hotel. So it's really just about the process of, again, evaluation, making sure that not only the physical property is up to standard, but also the services. And that quite often is, is the more critical part of it, is the service delivery and the uh, the staff training and things like that that become most important. Is answering the phone before the third ring on your list, as it is in, in some places around the world? Yes, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, nothing more frustrating, right, when that doesn't, when that's not it. Oh, I, I've, I can tell you, I have called hotels around the world and had the phone ring either 20 times and I gave up or I was, you know, the third time trying to get 
somebody to answer a phone. And I don't mean now during, you know, craziness around the world where there have been closures of hotels sure. and, and, you know, staff furloughing and that kind of thing going on all over the world. But just in general in the past where um, I, I, the phone rang so many times that the telephone company just decides nobody's there, lady, we're disconnecting this call. <laughs> Yeah, so that can make uh, you a little crazy. Occasionally, people have taken it too far by trying to uh, avoid uh, the opportunity for somebody to speak to somebody. But <laughs> we're certainly watching for that kind of thing and making sure that doesn't happen. But what are some of the other things that Preferred looks for in a, a property they're inviting to be a member of Preferred Hotels? You, you commented on destinations earlier. I, I love your, you know, um, uh, stay and play in the USA as... as as I mentioned, we've got over 300 in the Americas, and over 200 of those are in, in the United States uh, alone. So there's a great drive market. So we're really looking at the destination. Is it a destination where we don't currently have a property? And is it a property that meets our standards, as mentioned earlier? And uh, are we going to be able to uh, satisfy our guest base? And predominantly today, a lot of that is our I Prefer membership, which is our loyalty program. And so we're looking for uh, um, hotels that are going to meet our standards and, again, be satisfactory to the iPrefer members that have come used to, become used to uh, uh, the preferred properties around the world and the distinctive nature of those independent properties. But they are independent properties, which really, for me, is what elevates the value because yeah. I have literally been in airport hotels where I chose where I was staying because they had a room available that night and you know either it was one of those there was fog at the airport and you know planes weren't going so the hotels were all full or there was a convention in that city or for whatever reason you couldn't get a room I was happy I wasn't sleeping in the lobby and but it, it would not have been the place I would have chosen because it was very quick cookie cutter and not memorable because for me it's all about the experience and so yeah likewise uh, i yeah, i have the literally... authenticity of of, of of if you will an entrepreneur they've created something very very special we got to take a quick break and we've got a nice long segment coming up we're going to find out all about it don't leave me stephanie abrams here Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. 
Visit us at travel.state.gov today. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's s-a-b-r-a-m-s dot com slash blog and at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got questions? Email Stephanie at Stephanie at SABRAMS.com. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. I am delighted to have Bob Van Ness on the line with me. He's the executive vice president for the Americas for Preferred Hotels. Um, you can 
find preferred hotels just about anywhere you're traveling. And um, importantly, these are each places with a unique spirit and character of their own. You know, I started to tell you in the last segment, Bob, you know, there's kind of an urban legend joke about this story, but I have literally, and I promise you this is true, been at an airport in a chrome and glass kind of a cookie cutter sure. property. You know, clean, nice, served its purpose. I didn't have to sleep in the lobby or the car <laughs> or the sidewalk. But there was, uh, often those are hotels that um, have contracts with airline crew. And um, there were an awful lot of stranded people on this particular occasion. But in any event, um, I was standing with a pilot who was asking the front desk what city he was in. <laughs> it's very <laughs> frightening. I, I don't know what condition he was in when he went to sleep. But when he woke up, he had no idea where he was. And that really scared me just a little bit. But yeah. <laughs> but you won't have that. You know, there. when you are in a hotel that has its own innate charm and the signature footprint of those people who had dreams and aspirations of creating something not only wonderful for the guest, but something worthy to be accepted as a member of preferred hotels. Yes, yes, yes. It's, It's again about those standards, but also that creativity that you find with individuals and entrepreneurs that that say, hey, I don't, I don't want to be told that I have to use this kind of a towel or that kind of a uh, carpet or that kind of, you know. So, but they've got just as good quality intentions and ideas, and we think our hotels deliver exactly that. And as you said uh, earlier, uh, they don't drive by a preferred hotel and always know it because uh, we don't have our name at the top of the building like with a Hilton or a Hyatt or one of the big chains, but. Uh, you almost have to go to our website or see the plaque uh, near the door for our hotels or see the directory that you commented about in the guest room to, uh, to understand it's one of our hotels. So a little bit low, lower key, but uh, for those who are avid independent hotel fans, we, we certainly have a following. Yes, and you know, while what you've just said is spot on, uh, the reality is there are smart travelers who have figured out that if you choose a preferred hotel property, they're going to at least meet your expectations and probably exceed them. And if you have a special need, the people there are, it's just part of their charm to want to go out of their way to rise to the occasion for whatever your special needs are. And so because of that, there are, there's a whole following of travelers who belong to your loyalty club and right. you know are, are very much attuned to well if i'm going to go to this place or that place where is the nearest convenient preferred hotel to meet my needs while i'm traveling and manage to go out of their way to find you guys yes and 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 i think it's surprising in some cases even if i just use not too far from where you are Stephanie, uh, Boston, as an example, uh, the diversity of our product and the number of uh, hotels that we have in a market. So whether it's the Boston Harbor, 15 Beacon, the Charles over in Cambridge, the Colonnade, or if you want a resort, go up to Waquasset up in Cape Cod. So 
and it's just such a, a plethora of properties. And we even now represent the new win out, outside of Boston. So anyway, there's a number of properties in a lot of our destinations. And uh, uh, again, pleasant surprises in many cases when they find the independent hotels are represented by preferred. You know, I belong to Scal Boston. Uh, and my audience, if they've listened more than once, knows. <laughs> but for those of you who are new listeners today, Scal, go check it out, S-K-A-L, scal.org, is um, a global organization of serious travel professionals. And while we were marooned uh, and living in a house we rented because all the hotels were closed uh, in Northern Ireland, I got to meet by telephone and Zoom meetings uh, the folks from from Scal Northern Ireland, which used to be called Scal Belfast, but so many of the people that are members are from outside of Belfast that I'm happy they changed the name. But you, of the list that you just named, I'm pretty sure every single one of those hotels has representation in Scal Boston with a member. <laughs> so, sure, um, sure. And I've actually stayed in a couple of them, but I've been in I, all but one. Uh, and um, yeah, but you know, I think I left out the Boston Park Plaza, which is probably the biggest of them all. Another yeah. one we have there. Yeah. Oh, and the Boston Seaport Hotel isn't that the one? David O'Shaughnessy is the CEO of that. No. I'm, I'm pretty... uh, not part of Preferred, I think, was at one time though. Oh, okay. Did you say Boston Harbor or Boston Seaport? Yeah, Boston Harbor. Boston mm -hmm. Harbor. Now, that's another one. Now, you probably know Stephen Johnston, the GM there. Great guy. Yeah, I know Stephen Johnston. Going yes, back... if you just come back from Ireland, you got to go see Stephen. <laughs> well, he's um, he was at the, the juries for a while in Boston, but I knew him from somewhere else. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to remember where, but I, th I may have known him when he was in Ireland <laughs> yet. But, uh, yeah, I know him a long time. And he is a Scout member also, Scout Boston. I'm sure but, he is. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so, um, but, you know, that's one of the cities in the world that's um, a real treat because of, you know, it's small enough to get around easily. And, and you know, it isn't as challenging as um, Paris or London or Chicago even. No you know, or, right. You know, it's an easy no city question. to get around and... Um, filled with history and great food and fabulous seafood and, and it's just a grand place, <laughs> just all around grand place. But you know, um, we're I've heard some really gruesome statistics. Uh, recently, we had on, and I've been in touch with him a few times since, Chip Rogers, who's the uh, CEO of the American Hotel and Lodging Association. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I don't even want to repeat the statistics because they depress me regarding the financial insecurity that many hoteliers are facing. And it's not just, you know, America doesn't have the market cornered on this. This is a worldwide dilemma at the moment because how can you go for, you know, the better part of a year and in many places the better part of your best seasons um, either closed or with very, very low occupancy. So, uh, and I think that's one of the reasons we really need to have a close look at, you know, what is realistic in terms of travel. And certainly I am a great believer in not running out and out in front of a, a, an 18 wheeler coming right at you. 
Um, but, you, you know, at some point, there's going to be a break in the traffic and you'll be able to get across the road safely. And I feel that same way about travel in America, that there are ways to do this. And I have to tell you, Bob, and if you've just joined us, I'm talking with uh, Mr. Robert Van Ness, Bob Van Ness, who's the executive vice president of Preferred Hotels, and you can check them out at preferredhotels.com. Um, in the, when I was in Ireland, the Irish government, the, the Minister of Tourism for the Irish government, who was on the job two weeks, a woman named Catherine Martin, she was, she was brand new to the job created task forces and the uh -huh. the Taoiseach who's the prime the equivalent of prime minister but they don't like to use that term because it's a little too British for the Irish which I do understand but the Taoiseach appointed task forces for every industry at with leaders in those industries who were charged with the obligation to put together protocols based on the uniqueness of the each industry that would allow for healthy continuation of business and reopening of business and mm -hmm. hotels in ireland were closed from march 16th until i want to say july 1st or june 26th they moved the date a couple of times i think they finally opened june 26th but that's a long time to be closed. But it did give them a period of time to put together protocols on this is what you should be doing before sure. you open your shop, your restaurant, your manufacturing establishment, your offices, your hotel, your resort. And the I haven't seen anything that's either coming from the states or coming from federally to provide some kind of unified, thoughtful, well-put-together guidelines. But I've seen some amazing things coming from various hotel hoteliers and uh, independent hotel groups. And I'm just uh -huh. wondering, uh, you know, how Preferred Hotels is dealing with the challenge of assisting your hoteliers in, I'm sure many of them were closed or on, you know, a lower capacity, whatever it was they were doing, um, that sure. now want to get back into business. So, uh, yeah, well, the, the good, good how thing are you right dealing now, with Stephanie, that? Is nine, sorry, did I interrupt you? No, no that's all right. How, I just, yeah, how are you dealing with it? 90% of the hotels are open now, um, in in the U.S. particularly, so we're, we're quite pleased with that. But you're right, it's been a long five to six months now, and so... We, we were very quick to look at, like uh, you mentioned earlier, the Hotel and Lodging Association, they were putting out standards, of course, based on CDC and other types of uh, governmental organizations. And so we were quick to make sure that we were able to bring our hotels together, have them talk to each other, understand best practices. We did that via town hall types of sessions, and they could talk to each other and learn. And then we also introduced um, a certification by Bureau Veritas, you may have heard of the French company that's, I think, over 200 years old and is used to doing this types of, of standards compliance. And so we've also introduced and made that available to our hotels should they want to go that much further. Um, and then for the consumers themselves, every one of our hotels on our website, we've posted their individual hotel activities related to COVID cleanliness and, and standards and sanitization. So 
anyway, we're doing all we can both for the hotels as independent operators, independent hoteliers, and then also to make sure that the consumers are aware of what's happening at that particular destination and hotel they're looking at. Are there some guidelines, recommendations, thoughts you'd like to share with us so that um, you know, I'd like to be able to give some confidence to people who are getting truly cabin fever being at home sure. and, you know, want to go someplace where they can spend a good deal of time outdoors, but they can feel comfortable that when they enter a hotel uh, and they have to go down a hallway or in an elevator and right. come into a room, um, that there's some sense of confidence that they're not putting themselves in harm's way. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and as with everything, right, we all have our own personal level of tolerance or risk that we want to take. And of course, everyone has to follow that instinct themselves. But I think that, um, I, and I, I'll speak personally, I've stayed in three hotels in the last two weeks. Um, and uh, hotels like ours are following guidelines. They are following the things that are being done and you're seeing signage, and you're seeing um, touchless key systems, and you're seeing lots of new things being implemented by the hotels to make people feel safe. But I think it's important to also acknowledge the fact that we're learning more about COVID over time. And one of the things that has changed, I think, fairly dramatically since March and April is this idea that surfaces are not quite as uh, uh, dangerous, uh, if I can use that word, as we thought originally. And I think at the end of the day, and heard this quoted from an expert the other day, there's very little chance of a hotel room being the source of COVID, particularly if the hotel's following the types of cleaning practices that I know ours are. Um, and so, yes, you certainly have to mind the masks and do all those important things that um, are being advised. But I think the idea of staying in a hotel as a quote-unquote dangerous activity, I think, is... Not, not what I would say. Well, we're going to take a quick break and finish up this hour with Bob Van Ness from Preferred Hotels. Check him out during the commercial break, but pay close attention. We'll be right back. This is Stephanie Abrams. Don't leave me. Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. 
Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got questions? Email Stephanie at Stephanie at S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's s-a-b-r-a-m-s dot com slash blog and at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me is Bob Van Ness, Executive Vice President for the Americas for Preferred Hotels. You can check out their website at preferredhotels.com and you can do it with confidence because um, I have long been a fan of so many hotels that I later in the course of being smitten by various hotels and resorts, 
found out that they were part of preferred hotels. And, um, you know, really, you can do it the other way around. It's so much more efficient. <laughs> if you're looking for a great place, look for one that's preferred hotels and you're already a leg up in uh, your decision-making process. And certainly, if you are smart enough to um, clever enough to have found uh, a wonderful travel advisor that you've forged a bonded relationship with and you know that that person is looking out for your best interest in your travels, whether it's for business or pleasure, the chances are good that um, if you're somebody who uh, knows how to live, that they're going to be offering you uh, information on in your decision making on hotels that are part of the preferred hotel group. Um, you know, I got an email uh, from one of those alert things that I get all the time, daily, uh, that th there's a brand new property that's just come into your group. And this, I mean, what a, what a smart time for them to be coming into to preferred uh, in terms of, you know, now is a time when everybody is revving up their engines. Sure. And mm -hmm. normally, any organization, company, brand that has a press release, a story to tell, um, there'll be other people that are telling stories at the same time, but it won't be everybody telling their story at the same time. And what we're about to see as things lighten up and loosen up is a tsunami of distractions making it fairly difficult to get attention from, you know, anyone in particular, um, given that everybody wants the attention now. And as more and more entities open, not only domestically, but worldwide, uh, the, the, the traveler who's already hooked into travel information is going to be bombarded with truly a tsunami of information. And so for um, a hotelier that I'm hoping that we might even get lucky enough to be talking with in the next hour, um, if not, we'll talk with them next week. Uh, it's just been announced you have a new member. And bravo, what good news. Yeah, yeah I think you're, you're talking about the Clement in Palo Alto, right? That's right. What a gorgeous yeah, area of the yeah. world, too. Yes, wonderfully. Uh, talk about independent and intimate and personal. Uh, just, uh, I think, under 30 rooms overall, if I remember correctly. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, great opportunity for us to expose, again, our I Prefer members and others to that hotel and, and for that, them as a hotel to, to leverage the services we provide, too, yeah, and exposure. Mm -hmm. You know, many times when I talk with someone who would be considered a, a peer of yours, Bob, um, who heads up some big group with hundreds or many times thousands of members. Um, you know, I try to get some sense for my audience of, you know, some kind of mean point or average point in terms of, you know, what's the average size of the properties or, you know, what what is, you know, the focus of locations because there's some some brands where you know they're only right down in the you know busiest spot of a major city somewhere in the world and there are others that are you know predominantly dotting the countryside wherever they are and very different but my sense of preferred hotels is it's very difficult to draw to de describe anything in terms of means or average I am i wrong 
No, I, I mentioned 750 hotels around the world earlier, and, and that's that's fact. And and uh, but the diversity of the hotels is also one of the great things about the company. About 50% of that 200 plus hotels in the United States are resorts. So we have a complement of resort properties as well as city centers as well as suburban. So. Again, people really do have to go to preferredhotels.com to kind of understand it entirely. But uh, uh, you're right; it's it, there isn't a uh, kind of a singular word other than independent uh, and uh, uh, you know authenticity, things like that, that describe our our, our hotels um, because we do have them as intimate as uh, the Clement, as as we talked about, and then uh, as large as uh, uh, Win Las Vegas. Wow! <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> that mm-hmm. yeah, that would be diverse, yes. <laughs> yes. I think you've yeah, got very. I think you've got two ends of the spectrum there. Thank you for joining us today. Stay with me, everybody. More to come. This is Stephanie Abrams, and we're flying high. Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Well, you know, I've been commiserating with so many people who have experienced the most painful of things related to ill health uh, during the last several months. Close friends, business associates, people that I'm interviewing. And um, it's so troubling. But the biggest facet is how there's just about nobody untouched you know everybody has been hit in some way and even those industries that have a big online presence and people are shopping because they're not going to department stores or whatever um, and so economically those industries appear to be doing well they're still having staffing problems and health-related issues among family, friends, and colleagues. So, you know, even if you've managed to escape the economic onslaught, this is something that has profoundly touched people around the world. And um, we can only pray that it is going to wind up sometime in the foreseeable future because it's it's getting pretty boring. <laughs> And so um, there are more and more destinations that are in pockets. We happen to live in one in western Massachusetts, in the Berkshire Mountains of western Massachusetts, and surrounding states of Vermont and New Hampshire and Maine, where things are pretty much under control and still uh, people are wisely social distancing, they're wearing masks, they're washing their hands often, they're going out with latex gloves and hand sanitizer, but they are going out. And there are more and more hoteliers and restaurants um, that are open, and um, because the weather is still good in the glorious Northeast, um, there are many places that have managed to turn their underutilized parking facilities into places to operate their business from, particularly restaurants and bistros, pubs. And um, then there are some destinations like San Francisco, 
where you have the most remarkable and ideal weather year-round. And so if you do your due diligence, you could plan to be in a place where you can take yourself over, just thinking about San Francisco, to that gorgeous stretch of beach and, you know, get your exercise there and play and have fun there and and find yourself places where everyone is at the top of their game, making sure that they can assure their guests, whether they are restaurants independently operated or restaurants that are within hotels uh, and the hotels themselves, that they are doing everything humanly possible to create the kinds of invisible barriers to this invisible enemy. And so um, I think the time has really come for us to pay more attention to a whole subject area that I'm going to be focusing not only on radio and with my TV show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, but in my podcast, which you will now be finding at sabrams, S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot net. And um, I do hope you listen to them. Uh, If you take yourself on a drive and you're not in the range of your favorite radio station affiliate of ours nationwide, um, know that you can tune in uh, by going to the podcasts. uh, And um, many of the radio stations stream the shows online when they're on live. So if you happen to drive out of range of your favorite station, you probably can pick us up anyway at the same time that you're accustomed to. But do know that we are doing our very best, having had the additional challenge of sabrams.com being uh, attacked in cyberspace. And so we are rebuilding at sabrams.net. So just be a little bit patient with us as we bring that up to speed. But we have um, all of my blogs will go back up. Every one of them, there's over 300 of them. Uh, They'll all go back up and photo galleries and the video logs, the vlogs we did in Northern Ireland, the 23 episodes so far of Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, uh, the um, show notes and the podcasts of radio shows. They're all going to be loaded up and many are already there. So, um, I hope you don't lose me. But if you do, go to Google, put in radio show travel expert, and you'll find me. It's pretty hard to lose me. So um, I was talking with Robert Van Ness, the executive vice president uh, for the Americas of Preferred Hotels, and I learned that they have a brand-new member um, and certainly not a brand-new hotelier. Uh, The new member's hotel uh, is in Palo Alto, California, gorgeous spot, and um, it's called the Clement, and the family that is engaged in this hotel management group 
has uh, quite a number of hotels, um, many of them branded with some of the most popular brands in the hotel industry. Uh, but this Hotel The Clement is an independent property, which made it a perfect fit uh, because A, it's independent, and B, because of uh, the unique and charming offering that it is so that they rose to the level of being meeting the criteria uh, and the expectations of being a member of Preferred Hotels which you can check out at preferredhotels.com. And I thought, you know, what a time to be opening a brand new hotel. I think, you know, it's time for us to pay some attention, especially as we're about to launch um, a, a weekly series on Stay and Play USA. And so I'd like you to give some thought about Traveling without having to worry about crossing an ocean and being in a plane for 7 to 19 hours, depending on where you're going. And uh, we're going to be talking with one of the movers and shakers who is uh, at the top of the organization managing the Clement Hotel in Palo Alto, California, Mr. Clement Chen III, right after this. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. On the line with me is Clement Chen III. That's marvelous. He is... Um, the head honcho. Um, is your title CEO? Uh, you know, I like head honcho better. You do. Me too. Um, <laughs> I, I do. But, um, you know, I actually uh, write a note to as many uh, arriving guests as I can. And to tell them who I am, uh, un under my signature, I put in parentheses, uh, creator and owner of the Clement Hotel. Oh, very nice. And so... Um, Explain for those people who are not conversant in the geography of California where Palo Alto is and why it's so gorgeous. So Palo Alto is about 40 miles south of San Francisco. It's uh, between San Francisco and San Jose, and we are right at the entrance to Stanford University. So we have uh, a fabulous university and really gorgeous, gorgeous weather. And uh, Palo Alto is the uh, the birthplace of Silicon Valley. Uh, David Packard and William Hewlett founded Hewlett Packard in the late 40s in a garage in Palo Alto. Uh, Yahoo and uh, Google both sprang out of Stanford University, so it's a real high-tech center and uh, a center for education, research, as well as a uh, just a beautiful part of the country. Stanford itself has 8,000 acres of land, of which uh, most of it is undeveloped, and um, I think about 1,000 acres actually are dedicated to a biological reserve, the Jasper Ridge Biological Reserve, and is part of the lovely foothills uh, right next to the academic portion 
of Stanford University. So what does that um, mean, a biological reserve? Is it Jurassic Park? Uh, well, um, not to my knowledge. I think it, you know, they just wanted to um, keep it uh, preserved for all of the native uh, wildlife, the native uh, flora, and um, so is it open to the public? A biologist. I, so no, it's it, it's a uh, it's restricted. Okay. Um, it, yeah. Um, is any of the land there of their eight thousand acres available for? Taking a stroll. Well, so so uh, so much of the much of the campus's areas and and which is which is a lot of land is open to the public. Uh, many people like to uh, come to campus to go jogging. There is a big think, yeah. radio, yeah, big radio antenna called the Dish, and that's a, a very popular jog. Um, so there are lots of areas that are open, although. In these just unbelievable pandemic uh, conditions, the school has recently uh, decided to make the central part of campus a special academic zone that they're restricting to uh, students and faculty, and so the, the members it. of the public are not that allowed makes sense. to go well, there. We're going to take a quick commercial in. break and come right back talking with Clement Chen III, the creator, owner, and head honcho, chief cook and bottle washer at uh, the Clement Hotel in Palo Alto, California. That's what happens when you're at the top. You have to roll your sleeves up for everything. We'll be right back. Don't leave me. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com slash blog and at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. 
Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me, live from gorgeous Palo Alto, California, is Clement Chen. He is the creator and owner of the Clement Palo Alto Hotel. Um, who named the hotel after you? Was that you? But, but believe it, or, believe it or not, I did not come up with the name. Uh, and in fact, we have a beautiful hotel in Monterey, which is an intercontinental hotel on the water, uh, which we originally were going to make an independent, and we were casting about for a name. And a uh, the wife of my attorney, who uh, worked with Kimpton Hotels, uh, said, "Well, why don't you call it uh, the Clement Monterey?" And I thought, "That's brilliant." <laughs> so, uh, so that, so, so that hotel is Intercontinental, the Clement Monterey. And when I was, and when I was uh, developing my new hotel in Palo Alto, I thought, uh, gosh, uh, I need a name I can remember. Uh, so, uh, the one in Palo Alto is also named the Clement Hotel. That's such so a good rationale. I love the way you <laughs> rationalize that. I named it for me, so I wouldn't forget the name. Okay there. I love you. <laughs> You're adorable. <laughs> so let's talk about, I mean, this is kind of, you know, how long has the Clement been open? We opened in March of uh, 2016. So we've been open uh, just over four years, but we uh, signed up as of the beginning of uh, this month, beginning of September 2020, uh, to be a member of Preferred Hotels and Resorts. We yeah. originally opened completely independent, but we are now a, a member of Preferred Hotels. 
which still leaves you with a, a modicum of independence in terms of, you know, your signature footprint, blueprint, fingerprints all over everything. Um, so, um, and I, I had the, the feeling that um, you, you had been open for a while, which is a good thing because um, opening right this moment as a brand new property could be, you know, add another challenge. Uh, something like, you know, uh, hotels and attractions that opened right after 9-11 or right around just before the St. Patrick's Center in Ireland, in Northern Ireland, uh, opened on St. Patrick's Day 2001. You know what it is to open a museum exhibit kind of a place and then have, you know, the world just halt. And so right. um, I'm glad that you had a running head start. And I am yep. sure that there have been enough people in the last four years come through the doors of the Clement in Palo Alto, California, who are already loyal fans and will will be back again. So it's not like, you know, you just started you're at ground zero. Well, that, that that's right. We we do have a, a you know we, we have had a lot of customers, um, but honestly, we'd like to have more. No kidding. And <laughs> and we can all commiserate <laughs> with that. So, how many rooms does your property have? So it has. A, we have twenty three rooms, of which twenty one are suites with a separate uh, living room. Uh, and bedroom, and two are what you might call standard rooms. Those standard rooms can connect to a one-bedroom suite to give you a effectively a two-bedroom suite. Right. And then, and then we also have uh, uh, three sets of um, suites which have their own common entry uh, vestibule that can be locked off so that you can have a two-suite combination. And uh, you know, lock yourself off from the corridor. And, uh, you've got right. uh, a, a two-suite setup. Yeah, uh, I've stayed at quite a number of hotels that are clever enough to do that. And you know, so you've got a door, and you open the door, and instead of op entering your suite, you're entering a little teeny hallway. And to the left and right, there are doors that you can just go in independently and have your own space. But if you're, um, you know, a family or a group traveling together, you leave those doors open because they're just entering right. your living rooms. And and the one door to the corridor is the one that stays closed. And uh, it's, exactly. it's wonderful. It gives you all that. Ex There's nothing like having extra space when you're traveling. I mean, it's just that's it's, exactly it's right. just grand. So. Um, yes. So the total number is what? Twenty five. No, 26 accommodations. Is that right? 20, 20, 20, uh, 21 suites plus two rooms. Uh, uh, 21 suites plus two rooms is 23 total keys. So it's really a oh, very I see. small property. Oh, so it's, it's yeah. three of the 21 that are in that cozy situation where you could uh, have the corridor door leading to the two other Correct. doors. Got it. Okay. I yes. thought they were additional. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and come back because there's so many things I have to ask you. Don't leave me, people. We'll be right back. This is Stephanie Abrams.
portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's s-a-b-r-a-m-s dot com slash blog and at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. 
In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got questions? Email Stephanie at Stephanie at SABRAMS.com. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me is Clement Chen. He's His newest hotel, of which he is both the creator and owner, uh, is a member of, the newest member, of Preferred Hotels. Preferred Hotels' website is preferredhotels.com. And the Clement uh, in Palo Alto, the newest of Clement Chen's hotels, is the... Don't forget the the, T-H-E, the Clement Palo Alto dot com. So you might want to take a look and uh, see what you see while we're talking also um, at uh, sabrams.net, S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot net. Uh, we should already have photos in our photo gallery of the Clement. So you can go take a peek and uh, see what it's all about there. So if you were you said you know if you were to describe this vision you had and how the creation came out for this 23 accommodations facility how would you describe what you've created clement sure sure uh, love to so first of all i would i would describe it I would describe it as a jewel box. Our interior designers, as we were developing, uh, so their their concept was manor house. But let me let me kind of go back a bit and say where it all started from. Uh, about ten years ago, uh, my then wife and I had the uh, opportunity to travel to a great little resort in Bali, and so we checked in, uh, went down to the restaurant, uh, had a wonderful meal. And then I looked around for our server uh, to get our check. And uh, the server came over, and I said, I'd like to sign the check. And she said, oh, there's no need to sign the check. And I thought, oh, that's nice. So we got up and left. And the the ability to just get up and leave when you're done was so liberating <laughs> uh, that, you know, I thought, gosh, this is, this is really fabulous. Now, that hotel uh, was small enough that, you know, they knew who we were, they knew what we ordered, and they just added it onto our bill. Uh, and then when we checked out, we could see everything, and um, that was that. So that uh, experience stuck with me, and I thought, you know, I really like the fact that there's no commercial aspect. There's no looking at the prices. There's there's no thinking, eh, do I want to spend $35 on this dish or not type of thing. And 
so we came up with the idea of trying to make the experience. I I want our guests to feel like you are um, my guest, my house guest. Uh, that or you're that you're a house guest of you know that really uh, you know wealthy friend, and so. It's a different concept, and that's been one of our, our challenges. It is an all-inclusive, all-everything um, arrangement in a uh, suburban university high-tech town. But the notion is that you check in, you sign once when you check in, and after that, everything is included in your room rate. So all food, all beverage, alcoholic and non there is a service charge which covers all tips, so there's no tipping. There's no asking yourself, oh, gosh, how, I got five bags. How much do I need to tip uh, the bellman? Uh, there's no, um, there are no prices on, uh, on the menus because it's all included. Um, so wait, know, let me ask you a question. Park. Yeah. And, and, we'll, and don't forget to talk about the valet parking because I kind of heard that as I talked over you. We got to address yeah. that. But – is the room rate inclusive of whatever dining you may do in the hotel? Or it includes everything. So, so yes. it, it, you know, because when you talked about a hotel in Bali, um, if it wasn't an all-inclusive hotel, but just a Correct. hotel that knew who you were and whatever, and they're going to put it on your tab when it's all over, right. you could be in for right. a big surprise that maybe you're not prepared for. So correct, but you've you've found a way around that. That's right. In fact, if you uh, if you've been in the industry as long as I have, you'll remember there there used to be a slogan for Holiday Inn: "The best surprise is no surprise." Uh, and so we wanted it to be a, an experience where um, everything is included. So there really is no thinking. You can you can focus on relaxing and enjoying your stay. Well, no kidding, and especially if you're staying in a suite and you're in a very sweet place in California. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and And then to know that that's it. Yeah, there is something it, it, lovely about not worrying about, you know, what the bill is going to be. And that's just, right. And Yeah, I love the whole yeah. idea. I love the whole yes, idea. And, 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 and it's a very high service um, uh, arrangement. And because it's so small, uh, we can get to know the guests. And as an example, if, if, if you book directly on our website uh, and give us your email, we can reach out and we reach out to every guest that we can in advance. And uh, we say we'd like to stock up your mini bar with uh, snacks and drinks. Um, you know, we have a, a list of items that you can choose from or tell us, you know, if you have any special requests and we will load up the mini bar with, um, with the, all your the favorite goodies, all your favorite things. That's right. That's right. And, uh, and although our, um, although we have menus for, uh, for our dining room, which I will say at the moment, uh, we've had to modify our operations due to the pandemic, um, so we don't serve in the dining room. We, we can deliver to your suite, bring it up to you if you're up on our pool deck, or bring it to you if you're outside on our out, outdoor dining terrace. Um, we also take special requests, and we have guests who've stayed with us for uh, for months, um, and you know they tell us what they would like, and we'll you know we will order the the veal, the lamb, the fish, the whatever, um, and uh, and 
prepare whatever dish uh, that that they want. So we want we want we want our guests to feel like our team is part of their personal staff. And so if they if they need something, just tell us. And if we don't have it, we'll get it. Clement, have I told you lately that I love you? <laughs> now, you know, it's funny. People, I, I have people, you know, I meet in my travels and in my life who make comments like, what is there to talk about with hotels? I mean, how many hotels can you talk to? And I talk to thousands of hoteliers a year. Every, every, every hotel has a story. They're almost like living beings. Every hotel has a story. And it is chock full of the dreams, the vision, the plans, the blood, sweat, tears, and lots of financial investment. Um, the hopes of the people who have built it, who have planted, who have brought it to fruition, and who want to keep it rolling and growing. And the stories are remarkable. And your story of the Clement Palo Alto is, you know, just one of those great things. Did you pick up in your travels between, I guess it was the six years between when you got the idea from this hotel in Bali and when the Clement Palo Alto opened, were there other things along the way that you kept a little notebook and said, oh, I should do that, and I should do that? So I'm a great believer that you don't have to invent every idea. You just have to be <laughs> smart enough to recognize that that's a wheel, and it's rolling, and that rolling wheel could you do you some good and put it somewhere where you're not going to forget it. So that exactly, one of these exactly, days you gather exactly up all your right. little shoebox of papers and you say, okay, now's the day I put the puzzle together. That's right. That, that, that is so true. And I've had the, uh, the pleasure of visiting a, you know, a number of great places, great hotels, great operations. And, uh, and I do, uh, do take notes of things that I say, gosh, that is really good. That's really uh, clever. That's working well. Um, and uh, to the extent that uh, it, it's appropriate for our operation, whether it be here or, or at some of our other hotels, uh, we, we absolutely do try to, um, to incorporate it. And, uh, yeah, and I will tell you, so I think uh, Bali is one of my favorite places in the world because they have so many great uh, hotels, not only uh, physically beautiful hotels, but um, terrific uh, operations service and the, the culture on the island is so warm and hospitable. Um, Have you been there that, more than uh, once? I, I, I've been fortunate to go several times, yes. You ever run yes. across a fellow and, named Rafael Velasquez? Uh, have not met. Oh, no. okay. I met him in Cancun. He worked for the Ritz-Carlton ah. in Cancun. And then the, he went off to Bali, and he was in the Ritz-Carlton in Bali. And uh, and he went just before they had some, I don't know, horrible hurricane or tsunami or something terrible happened there. But uh, happily, they all survived it. But uh, it, w it wouldn't have surpri surprised me had you, you met him because he's one of those gregarious, wonderful people that you meet in your travels. 
But are there, can you think of anything else specific that kind of knocked you out when you were traveling and you said, I need to incorporate this, if not in the Clement in Palo Alto, in one of my other hotels? Well, okay. So, you know, I'm going to say Tell me uh, your secrets. that uh, I, I've seen a number of fabulous bathrooms. Oh yeah! Uh, oh, I have photographs <laughs> of bathrooms. Yes, and even even public ladies' rooms, restrooms that I have to go in and take a picture. It's so gorgeous. I think right. that you know that's that right. you gave me a good idea because I wasn't really thinking about doing it. But in the next few weeks, people look at sabrams.net uh, in the photo galleries, and I'm going to do a gallery of ladies' rooms. I mean, you know, you walk uh, in, you say, you know, I could live in here. It's so gorgeous. That's right. That's right. Uh, although I will say, you know, there have been some trends in bathrooms that I say, oh, gosh, that doesn't work for me at all. Um, one thing that, uh, you know, that is popular uh, in some places are vessel sinks, you know, where the sink is raised up above the counter. And they, they, they look gorgeous in photographs. But as soon as the first person uses it and splashes some water on the counter around it, it's like, oh, God, that's, that's, uh, yeah. that's not great at all. So it's something that I think it, it looks gorgeous uh, when it's unused and in a photograph, but it's not practical. Uh, it doesn't stay looking nice uh, uh, after the first person has used it. Can I, um, can I tell you, while you're, while you're sorting out something else that you saw somewhere and said, ah, that's that's a wheel rolling, and I'm putting it in the, my my hotel. I have to tell, share this right. because my audience has to hear this, and I think you'll get a giggle out of it. There's a hotel. It changed its name. Um, I I don't know if it still has the same name or the name I'm about to say was the the name that it became, but it was called the Standard in New York City, and it was pretty far. I don't know somewhere down near Cooper Union. Um, it was way downtown in Manhattan and gorgeous place. And it was brand new and they wanted us to come and experience it and do some interviews and talk with the people. And we went and the building, the first, maybe, I don't know, six, eight, ten floors, something like that. The, 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 the building bends like a concave uh, it starts at the ground level, and then the windows sweep in like, you know, half a cantaloupe. And they, it, it just sweeps in, and then it goes straight up. And um, and it's a pretty tall building, and it's all glass. And the ba the wall, one wall in the bathroom is all window. And I said to my husband when we walked in there, you know what, if you're in those buildings across the street, you can look right in here. And... <laughs> They told the management of the hotel told me, no, 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 you know, it's like whatever the glass is on the outside, people can't see, like those one way mirror kind of things. Nobody can see and whatever, but I didn't believe them. So when I, I would go into the bathroom with the lights off, especially at night. Oh, they had no, no curtains, no shades, no nothing. And I went in, in the dark, always had a bathrobe on. And, but they swore nobody could see you until the story came out in one of the major New York City newspapers with photos oh. people had taken from street level oh. across the street and from the, the apartments and offices across the street. And there were all these people in the bathroom coming out of the shower. <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't leave me, people.
Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got questions? Email Stephanie at Stephanie at S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's s-a-b-r-a-m-s dot com slash blog and at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Mm -hmm. 
Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me from Palo Alto, California, at the newest member of Preferred Hotels, The Clement. And their website is theclementpaloalto.com. You have to check this place out. I can't wait to go out to California and visit, and I may take a drive to do it. But talk to me, Clement. We're talking with Clement Chen, who is the creator and owner and as I like to say, head honcho and chief cook and bottle washer, the, 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 where the buck stops, where, where all the big decision making is going to happen because you're talking about um, a really special creation that he is personally woven into. But in your travels, um, you, you mentioned um, the concept of the Clement being an all-inclusive uh, pretty much all suites, uh, except for two extra bedrooms that can make uh, any suite that's next to it a two-bedroom suite. Um, you came up with the idea of making it an all-inclusive. So when you know what the cost of your room is, it includes, uh, it certainly includes your dinner. Does it include any other meals? Uh, so, it so it includes uh, all meals at any time of day that you want. Um, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But we have our uh, our our chef uh, at this at the range from about uh, five thirty in the morning until uh, uh, ten thirty for sure at at night. So and so wait, let me ask you a question. You, whatever here. you want, whatever you want. You're, hit, and, and, you're, and you're hitting all it. my hot buttons here, Clement. I told you I fell in love with you one segment ago, but you're hitting all my hot buttons. Are you saying I could show up at two in the afternoon? Uh, yawn in somebody's face and say, "I'd like scrambled eggs and bacon." Absolutely, that's right. That's oh right. man! Tell us, tell us. You what are you my, you are my we'll, hero. We'll, we'll make it for you. You are my hero. Uh, see, I make chefs it's, crazy wherever I go, and I have, I haven't mentioned it in a long time, so I'm glad we're bringing it up now. But I have tried to instruct my audiences on radio, on television, online, at public appearances, in my writing. A menu is a suggestion. If right. you if you look on the menu and you've just come off, let, I, I'll give you an example. We had just come off um, a week on a very fancy canard ship and had pretty much eaten ourselves under the table. And the ship docked at 8 o'clock at night 
and we walked across the street in Puerto Rico, in San Juan. Uh, we walked across the street from the port and checked into the hotel right there. And there was an Italian restaurant that was part of the hotel and the only restaurant. And I could not at 10 o'clock at night after eight days on this or nine days on this ship sit down to some pasta and, you know, veal parmesan and spaghetti or something. So I looked at the waiter and I said, could you go in the kitchen? I see you have spaghetti carbonara. He said, yes. I said, that means you have eggs and it means you have bacon. He said, yes. Those are part of the ingredients. I said, would you go in the kitchen? Tell the chef there's a lunatic woman in the dining room and all she wants <laughs> is scrambled eggs and bacon. So you blame it on me so he doesn't yell at you. But he said, I wouldn't know how to charge you. I said, what's the most expensive thing on your menu? And I think he said, steak pisciola or something like that. I said, fine, mm -hmm. you charge me for that but I want scrambled eggs and bacon and some, and some Italian bread and butter and I'll be fine. And I have to tell you, I told this story to a chef named Andrew Campbell, who's now in, back in, in, the, in the UK, uh, but I met him, he was the executive chef at the Westin, it was the Westin or the W, I think it was the Westin Tokyo. And when I told him the story, he, honest to God, got tears in his eyes and said to me, Stephanie, that's what hospitality is. That's what it is. So, you know, it's wonderful that, you, you know, that, that the hotel or the restaurant or the people that work in the kitchen are not imposing what, what they want you to eat on you. <laughs> it's phenomenal. That's we nice. have just barely a minute. Can you tell us what the other... Um, thing you found in your travels that you incorporated into um, either sure. the, the Clement in Palo Alto or any of your other properties? Sure, sure. Uh, a couple of, a number of years ago, my, uh, my, my wife and daughter were down in LA for a dance performance and they were huddled at the Bel Air Hotel. It was January uh, with the other dancers and the Bel Air had heated toilets. And so all of the moms were rotating through the bathroom to sit on the heated toilet That's seat. hilarious. And, and you wife, did that in your hotel? <laughs> my wife came back and said, you, you won't believe this. So we got Toto heated toilets in all of our bathrooms at the Clement Hotel. I want to thank you for joining <laughs> us this hour. We're flying high.